Thanks for tuning in for this week's wrap up of my Joe Weekender. Today I'm super excited to have the likes of Fox and Shy in the studio with us. Um, the song is out, the episode came out last week. Um, we have them in the studio. and uh, So, Fox and Shy, uh, for those people that don't know who you are, um, who you are and what kind of music do you make? Um, hi, I'm Fox. I am 29 years old this year. Um, I make music that spans all sorts of, uh, you know, language and cultures, and I'm a big fan of uh, history. So I like taking all sorts of things and being inspired by all kinds of things. Uh, so that's the kind of music I like to make. It's anything and everything you would like to think of. Hi, I am Shai, and I am 18 this year. I'm not really sure how to describe my music but I feel like that's a blessing because I'll never be sort of like stuck to one genre and yeah that's what I love to do is just bend it here and there and then everything I make in my bedroom uh, so it's quite personal but then I don't really write about personal <laughs> things <laughs> yeah uh, like like drawing from that right like um, as producers um, for both of y'all and this is something I'm super curious about it's like let's say if you can take still another producer's discography to be that is the songs you produce for yourself or other people like who is a, a producer or who are my producers you wish that that dis- discography is your discography cool place I wish I did like everything up to Viva La Vida <laughs> <laughs> yes I <laughs> <laughs> of one specific person to be honest or maybe it's like a little bit of a sound or like that that maybe sound that band that. or the X discography that could be Shai's discography <laughs> I don't know eh. like I never really thought about I guess it, it would be the same thing as sort of like who inspires you yeah. right which is I've never been able to answer that and also now I have hardly been listening to music so that doesn't help like I forgot all the artists <laughs> I listened to but it's also with, like with Spotify also you know like you have X amount of songs added into your playlist and you'd be like this song's me the most me it's like dope I'm gonna say this time but I'd be like mm. I have no idea who the hell person A is you know mm. uh, because they're just like you're distracted on a, on a playlist and you add it to you and you save it to your thing oh there's this artist called Aurora yep yeah, I love her. I won't say like my music is similar to hers, like, yeah, but, but she's very good. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I mean, unless we all came from that world, we stopped categorizing them by alphabets. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. just putting them in folders. Yeah. yeah. So even, yeah, even this whole, like, even the sampling, you know, yep. I still, I mean, I try to make a conscious effort to remember who I'm sampling, but a lot of times it's just what hits you and what you remember the feeling mm. yeah. of listening to the music. Yeah, and if just nice, you remember the name. Or mm-hmm. so like, yeah, yeah. Then without visuals, you know, in this digital age where it's like name song stuff, there's no visual side to it if you're not really actively looking for it. Mm. But then you, you it's, it's the same like, you know, back in the day, maybe before Shai, <laughs> Shai's time when you listen to CDs, um, uh, what? I, I you know, before, before her age, like before she's born, I'm only like 11. No? I never really listened to music. So. <laughs> <laughs> I never, like, my first song I ever listened to was when I was in Perth, the back of a car, and it yeah. was Lemon Tree. Lemon Tree. 
And I was like wow. 12. But that's a banger. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like, I, I, I mean, it really depends, don't you think? I mean, I mean, to each his own, but I feel that like, especially being a Singaporean, yep. I don't think you might remember what you listened to as a mm. kid or even listen to music unless yeah. your parents, like, yeah. I met people where their parents like, hey, listen, this one, this mm. one, this one, that one, but I never had that. Yeah. I only remember listening to Don Moon because my mom's a fan of Christian music <laughs> and that's about it, you know, like. <laughs> but it's like, you know, when you see like the LPs or like the CDs and mm. then before the internet time, it's like, like that's your only vision of the the, the band because of the artwork and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But then like it's the same like now with your songs that's on Spotify and and things like that, right? Like yeah. when you see a name and then you just be like, I build this image of how I think this band looks like on stuff, then you go and check it out and think, wait a minute, it's an Asian guy? I love it even more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I think that, I guess to a certain extent maybe the way the art of the song and the name, the title of the yeah. song matters. Yeah. Even for more. Like I feel that more is like, you know, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah, and I feel that what you mean, then you press, and then like, uh, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you know, I, I feel like like those things matter, la. Yeah, I mean now, la, away from the physicality of like what music used to yeah. be, you know, because the only kind of picture you can paint is with your sound for most of the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you are not painting them to do like two clicks to follow your Instagram or check out your how you look like, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah. And at the same time, I mean, this one is not something I believe in, but I can imagine that some people who look at songs and if they see it's like two minutes or if it's like five minutes, yeah. I think that's also a gauge yeah. as to like, whether you want to listen or not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't ap- apply it to that, la, yeah. but I can imagine like that could be a thing as well. Yeah. I mean, with all the song formulas, we are oh yeah, 230, 3.30, that's like perfect song formulas. But then when you see like an artist, like like the weekend for yeah. after hours is like mm. 6 minutes, and this one of the singles will be like, what? Like, how does he think that 6 minutes okay? Means he actively thought 6 minutes of a song is it's all needs to be there. Means yeah. you have to listen to it full, and it's like, it's an extra effort, and I, I think you can appreciate it even more. La. Of course, and, la. like, you don't just follow the normal, like, like structures and time codes just to fit into it's yeah. like yeah. Mm. like 7 minutes 8 minutes you but want. you can listen to it and you're like yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. every like minute or so something changes so it keeps your attention or whatever yeah, yeah. Mm. nice uh, let me see what I got um, I kind of skip for it because I got excited to Okay, uh, what have you guys been up to for the last few months during circuit break? And whether um, if there's new skills and tricks and stuff in the house that y'all picked up? I was gonna start learning how to sew and knit, mm-hmm. but I gave up. Like With a machine or hand? hand? Hand, like knit, hand knit. But I gave up as soon as I started. <laughs> like, I picked it up and then I couldn't get it right for like 10 minutes. I was like, nah, no, this, I guess it's not for me. But it, it's, it's crazy though, because my cousin picked up anything. And she spent a year. Yeah, it, it's not easy. Yeah, la, it's yeah. not. It's not. And like, like she just basically did like a, like words. It's basically a, a, a in, what do you call it? Insignia? Is it? Is it the term? tapestry? The tapestry is more sewn, right? No, it's, 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 it's like like a it's <laughs> basically it's, it's basically from Warhammer. It's like the image of Warhammer, this game or something uh, like that. So she, it's like. Oh, words. was it the one you posted on Instagram? Ah, yeah, that one. So so she and that's after a year, and yeah, I'm like, wow. yo, like I mean, again, it's not like some. Uh, like like mind blowing thing, but as a process, yeah. mm. I seen you do it. I'm like, dude, that is crazy. So mm. I clearly understand because I saw mm. her like just doing flower and then she like dying. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, oh yeah. Um, for yourself, uh, like um, things that that how your life kind of changed and your patterns and new stuff you picked up during like. I think like definitely one thing was like waking up early, and uh, try. How, how early is it? What's early to Like 6.30 to 7.00. Wow. 6.30 to 7.00. And it's, it's not easy because like like me and my partner JQ, like we understand that, okay, like 
when we tell people this, they say it's like army, you know, so disciplined, right? Yeah. But immediately I tell them like, no, no, but some days or some weeks it's just horrible. We wake up at 11 and 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that like, rather than saying we give ourselves a chance, we have already acknowledged that some days are just going to be not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes when it's good, when it's great, that's when like I really like enjoy those moments. Mm-hmm. And then in those moments when I wake up early, then we get to try things like, you know, like exercise, like yoga, mm-hmm. like, you know, making breakfast. And I think, I think because I've always liked the simple stuff mm-hmm. and those things really like just make me, it makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, when it happens, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think allowing these things to not happen or so mm-hmm. is when like, you know that like it's okay to fail. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think like that whole process is like very fresh because I'm just someone that like works at night. Yeah. You know, the not same thing as like the normal thing, right? As every freelance like, <laughs> is like but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Even today, I woke up at 9.30 and to me, like, and, and my partner woke up at 11 and every hour I tried to wake her up and she didn't want to and I just had to allow it to happen, you know? Yep. Versus being like, yo, like, oi! Come <laughs> like, on, you're going to be so sad. Yeah. But it kind of sets the, the, the vibe and tone for the day. It's it, like, it, like it when you wake up, sometimes you wake up, it's like, ah, today is going to be trash. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of today, but I just have to exist. Yeah, and you know that the whole idea of like, uh, the accomplishment thing like you exercise yeah. I never believed it until I tried it <laughs> oh my god it's true man and as much as like you could say it's a lifestyle choice I actually think that unless your life is planned out like I remember working in like a music shop in like secondary school and like I see during the holidays like uh, the mothers were sending for like piano lessons yeah. and then at 2 o'clock they go for this and th- mm. I, I just like are you crazy? <laughs> but I realised that like as you age it, it makes sense because yeah. like that sort of sense of accomplishment means that like if you are someone is anxious or nervous yeah. and all this stuff doing these things allow you to know that you spent your time well mm. and it's okay that if somehow or another in the day you failed or yeah. it, it all revolves around the feeling and the success per day you know yeah and that, that feeling is like i never thought like like would happen to me but it did lah mm-hmm. yeah so shouts out jq <laughs> Uh, yeah, and okay, this question is something that I really want to know from the both of you guys. Um, which artist or album is something that means a lot to you that most would not guess is one of your favorite records? Mm. <laughs> um, for those that can't see, Shy is stabbing her eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, albums, uh. <laughs> Or we could stream it down to a guilty pleasure song that is a song that you guys just I, it slaps. I don't care what people say, I don't care it's I feel like that one easy la. Okay, I feel like those are two questions and I, I, I feel like those two like can both be answered. Yeah. I'm just gonna jump, JB. Justin mm. Bieber. Justin Bieber, yeah. I feel like like no matter what which like, one which one connects to you? I feel like in the last year yeah. Oh my god, I can't remember that song. <laughs> what is that one that came out with the video where he's just like you know, he's just sitting out in the in the in the, in the, the dining thing. Yummy. Yummy. Yummy, Like yo, like no matter what, I feel because I'm both an artist and a producer. Mm-hmm. To me, that song taught me a lot of things about what it means to work as a team, mm-hmm. and 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 to and to make a song that is just so good. And I and I think as a producer, like like making a song uh, that like both people like from the, the left side and right side can like you cannot deny that it's dope. Uh, is where I'm at, uh. mm-hmm. but I think on the reverse side, that's a hard question. But uh, maybe I'll answer it after that. Yeah, we, we can come back to it. Uh, yeah, like, we can come back to it later. 
Uh, I don't know if mine is unexpected, but because I grew up listening to Taylor Swift, yeah. mm. I always somehow go back to her. Like I, I have not been like the biggest like hardcore fan yeah. for like nineteen eighty nine. Those like the, her more pop releases, yeah. but every time she does more like folk or country, folklore is, folk is like yes. oh my gosh! I listened to it. I was like, I got transported back to like don't know when. Like <laughs> I picture her singing like. With her guitar, like yeah. love story, or that, all the memories all come back primary school, all yeah. that. I was like, oh my gosh. Because it, it's produced <laughs> by the national guitarist. The oh. one of the brothers, I think one of the brothers is like he wrote like I think about nine or eleven songs. Okay, out. yeah. Uh. I've not had a chance to check out folklore, yeah. but that's very interesting. Yeah, as yeah, the, the guy is so steady, he's like super legit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's crazy, like, cause I was I was gonna say that like uh, I mean of course I like the early stuff, mm. but I also like that. Uh, yeah, what's the one where she played with the, you know, the marching band that video. It's crazy how I'm looking like this. Shake it up. I love Shake it so <laughs> much, you know. And it's crazy because because at the same time, I love like that one song. If you say unexpected, right? I love this. Uh, it's by No Doubt or by Gwen Stefani. I love that song so much. The last part, the na na na. It's like whoa, whoa. You know, those are the songs I wish I made, no? Yeah. And, and if, you, if you, I mean, like, I don't need to do this, but like, if you break it down, like, like musically speaking, uh, yeah. There's so many things that definitely impacted people who were listening to radio mm. young, and then when they grew up and they yeah. made lo-fi music, they made certain kinds of music, like it all just appeals. Yeah. And I, I just like yeah. I love that song so much, you Man, know? I have to live, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Taylor Swift's like, wait, 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 yeah, as a girl, I remember, oh my god, Gwen's the funny. Yeah. Do you remember Fergie? Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, Fergie was like, G-M. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so She's good, She's glamorous, dude. So <laughs> and they kicked out of Black Eyed Peas. Huh? Yeah, yeah. they kicked out, man. When? Uh, Long time like, ago. Yeah, it's a, it's oh my god, I haven't been following Yeah. Oh, shucks. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so like the, the next question uh, is for you, Shai. Um, you've been producing all of your music by yourself for the last few years. Um, but like this year, you, you worked with Kit Meddling for mm-hmm. Tell Me and Fox For More. Um, it's the first time you've been collaborating with people, right? Um, how's those experiences different from how you normally make music alone in your bedroom? And Second question is: Will it affect your next releases for this year? I think. I mean, it's, the next year. Oh, sorry. I think it's good because when you're listening to music, it's always good to have a second perspective yeah. because it's like an all-rounded thing. There's so many ways you can look at it. So, the way I've been seeing it might be completely different to the way that, let's say, Fox sees it the first yeah. time he listens to it. Yeah. So when you're working with people, I feel like that is such an important thing because it's two different ideas coming together yeah. and two different perspectives coming together so for me to be like working on music by myself for so long you kind of get used to how you are meant to sound yeah. but then whereas like if someone else comes in and they show you something else that you also can do then yeah. it's like oh wow but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to change your style completely yeah. like, afterwards mm. it's just you grow from that and then you learn from that and then from there you get better or I don't know get worse (laughs) so yeah I think I think generally I do have an idea of like the kind of music that I want to put out it's not like I'm completely lost and I'm like depending on people to tell me how I'm supposed to like write my music but I think 
working with different people will help you see things differently lah. Yeah. Like will that affect like the like the next few releases that you you have done? Like, you know, adding a second um person or rather working out a different studio, um, will it affect the the sound and songs that you write or you I think it's something you want to add in? I don't think so because when I work with people like so far, yeah. I don't feel like I have changed my sort of style. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like I've done something that I wouldn't yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not like out of my comfort zone until yeah. like it's just exploring the different areas that have not been explored before lah yeah. which is cool yeah awesome man yeah, yeah. um okay in the next I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I think that's why like like even for me like that's why I I can I, I wanted to be as completely honest as I can with you when I met you because it's like at the end of the day if if you can see a potential in someone, like especially in this sort of like uh, this, the the how you call it the third person view mm. point, of, point of view, right? It's like share lah, mm. like because you want everyone to succeed, or you at least you want the, the you want your country to succeed lah. If in any case, mm. and I feel that like uh, yeah, that's a very good point. Like you never changed mm. in that whole process. It's like it's still you, and I and I and I adore that lah. Mm-hmm. That shit dope, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that shit dope, sir. Yeah, so um, Shai, like you could be considered one of like the leaders of the next generation of <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> in Singapore. Um, unfortunately, as much as you don't like to hear that, uh, it's true you lead this new wave of musicians. Uh, what is your personal outlook on producing and releasing music by yourself? I think before I went into it, I feel like generally everybody has this idea, especially I think like younger people that you in order to make good music you have to be in a studio you have to have producers you mm-hmm. have to have a whole team backing you up you have to be signed to yeah. a label and you have to do well you have to be like on new music friday every single week yeah. that kind of thing and you have to and you have to tour and you have to like headline shows but i feel like that's when you need to realize that singapore is not america yeah. <laughs> singapore is not the uk Amen. it's a very different market and I feel like for me I didn't know this before going in so I was a bit like clueless lah. Yeah. but um, I think what helped me was I never expected anything out of it I just went into it because I wanted to just have fun with it but um, if you're thinking about it I would say don't raise your expectations too high lah, yeah. because you have to be realistic and it's not to say good things won't happen but it's too soft like I just safeguard yourself a bit from feeling too sad (laughs) (laughs) but I think if you want to put out music then put out music I feel like there's still that stigma that Singaporean music is like "Mm, not that good yeah Yeah. basically (laughs) but I feel like the amount of work that you know like people like the Sam Willows and all these like people before us they've put in the effort to sort of somehow get Singapore on the map at least Mm. so we can't just let, let their like efforts go to waste that kind of mm. thing so mm. if you want to put out music just put out music you don't need it doesn't need to be perfect because when yeah. I was putting it out I was like I listen now I'm like why do you hate the mixes yes <laughs> I listen I'm like eee <laughs> it's so gross why like, it's so natural dude it's so natural it's like every time every, every time you podcast it's like, oh, it's like the first mix is trash like what was I thinking it's like, but why in that moment it sounds so good sense, yeah. which I guess maybe it shows okay you've grown lah yeah, you know more now yeah that's the most important but then we like next week so like 
man, her mixing has gotten so much better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole point. Uh. And I think ultimately it's about growing, uh, never yeah. becoming stagnant and sort of never feel like you have to conform to whatever mm-hmm. is yeah. popular, that kind of thing. Because when you think about it, it's like you don't know what could be the next popular. Yeah. You could be the one who introduces the next popular yeah. thing. Yeah. So if you, you don't try, then you're never going to know. So, yeah. Awesome. And do you have any advice for aspiring musicians that's wanting to put music under the name? Uh, try, try jumping to the deep end. Uh, just do it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you don't need to have like musical background because I still don't have any. Yep. I still, mm. I mean, my only musical background is you know those Yamaha lessons yeah. like when you're like what three you, or four which, years old. Which one do you go for? You went for piano or? Piano, yeah. Like when I was really young but go for fun lah. My yeah. mom would send me. And then I thought it was loud enough where like yeah sure no one's gonna notice. It's the small crevice of our <laughs> <laughs> You want to kill and make it a sample is <laughs> Yo, I mean it could be a high head. <laughs> and like um where was I? Uh, you like, uh, I, I went, yeah, yeah, so um because everything is so easy now in yeah. that sense, it's like every like you you download GarageBand and yeah. you can just play on the, your keypad yeah. and all that. That's yeah. how I started. And then everything's on YouTube. <laughs> you want to mix, you just go on YouTube and it's there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah lah. What are you waiting for, a listener? Go <laughs> and release your music. <laughs> Stop procrastinating. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, I, I, I don't want to add on, but I think only because everything you just said is exactly why I feel <laughs> people talk too much is that, yes, everything's on YouTube. Mm. I learned everything on YouTube. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, this is like 2012. Yeah. And like to see like, you know, like what, eight years later and I'm like, you were saying the same mm. thing. I'm like, yeah. You realize the people to me who, who have succeeded, yeah. all just never cared about every other noise. Mm. Just do lah. Yeah. I mean, do lah, then no. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's it. Yeah. Do lah, then no. <laughs> yeah. Love it. This question is for Fox. Since 2012, you have 22 records with over 220 songs released on Bandcamp. <laughs> Someone that has reinvented himself multiple times producing different styles of music in different periods of your life how precious are you with the songs you write like for each record i think before i answer that i just need to like thank you or more like <laughs> shouts out to you guys for like, like creating that because i because i don't keep track huh? yeah i think like to hear that is crazy it's ridiculous I was looking through your bank i'm like like i was like wait what like all the, it's all from the mass days yeah all the way but it, it, it's really coming back to like what Shai was saying, yeah. you know, just put out and then just see lah where, where it goes. Yeah. But you, everything you put, you put out 10 to 12 songs every release. I, <laughs> I, I, I think, wait, what was the question again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was so lost in thanking you that like, no, I forgot. No, but the, 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 the status is crazy lah, <laughs> you know, like 220 songs on, on, on Bandcamp. Yeah. That's uh, really, su- too long didn't listen kind of thing. It's 220 yeah. songs on Bandcamp, right? But like for someone that, been through the journey you've been yeah. um, writing those records are you super precious because you know like you're writing record A or B mm. you'll be like okay I'm just gonna focus the 6 months and then I'm gonna have like 12 songs but then you write like 30 songs and you cut cut them down yeah. or like um, or you'll be like I write 12 songs okay done this record's done right now so I've never been like that sort of like super pop like person meaning that like okay we write a lot of songs we put a lot of effort and, and, and time into it mm-hmm. and then when the album is ready let's pick like the top 10 or like you know whatever that will sell or whatever that's going to be popping yeah i think probably the reason why i got that many songs is just because 
I will write it like maybe as fast as like a week I'll finish it and I'll put it out immediately yeah. like if you I, I think I don't know unless you, you you checked it out right but like if you look at like SoundCloud there's this like page called Hybrid Theory uh, <laughs> but, 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 but without the without the vowels without the vowels yeah. you'll see a lot of other songs and I mean the songs are featured with like um uh, many other Singaporean like producers and bands that I, I, I enjoyed over the years but a lot of them uh, were also me so like yeah. I would do different styles and put different names and blah 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 and a lot of times when I work with someone like let's say like on an e- like, like a quick EP and then like when we do three songs over two days I'll just be like okay we're gonna put it out right now yeah. and when I mean put it out right now it, what it meant is that like it was never mastered so I just put it out and move on yeah. because I, I think subconsciously I realised that like because I, I come from a band background, which means that you spend more time in like like writing the song, jamming the song, going the song to record, and then when everything is done and dusted, you're just like, wow, I'm so shagged already. Okay, let's put it out. And I don't even think about the mastering process, but with making music on my own, I just felt like, hey, you know, put all your intentions into the music and be grateful that you can just write like immediately like that. And when it's out, it's out. Because at the end of the day, I think that if you are a young person, writing music and have no major label backing and especially have no independent backing it's just you you shouldn't put that kind of stress on yourself to be like you know uh shit i I gotta make sure like i do this i do that and this 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 this. i mean this is also before like spotify and all right so like and i'm just at the end of before spotify uh, so to me it's like going to spotify and then again hearing what shy was saying i was like yes just put out you know, I used to put out stuff on SoundCloud, MySpace, and all that. Yeah. And again, it's like you get many plays, but you don't really get any like recognition. No, no, sorry, no, recognition is the wrong word. Um, what do you call that? Like attention, like from the proper people that might need, like yeah. want to help you. Yeah. So it's just the same concept, lah. When I make music myself, I just make, 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 make. And because I'm so like, I kept moving on because everything was a real practice. I learned how to see EPs and singles was just like, yeah, it's just an idea. But I went full force. And then when I went to my albums, it's like, okay, I, I have a concept. And then I I went in. Like my first album called um, Half of My... I can't even remember what it's called. It's called <laughs> Half of My Love or Half of My Life. It's on Bandcamp. Lah. But uh, I only decided to put it out after something like emotionally happened to me. I was like, oh my God. Like, yes, I got to put it out right now. And when I back home, uh, it was already on Bandcamp. So I just press send and done. And I moved on. Mm-hmm. And I think that application is great because just like, yeah, again, this is why I love Shaila. <laughs> um, this is Singapore. Yeah. This is a country in Southeast, Southeast Asia. This is not America. This is not the, you know, Great Britain. This is not Europe. This is like Southeast Asia. And I feel that some rules don't apply. And I feel that we are young. Mm-hmm. And what young means, what young means is that you, you gotta make mistakes and you gotta also acknowledge that sometimes these are not mistakes, these are just like new, yeah. just new ways of doing things. And I feel that like for me, again, I don't know what the question was, but all I know, <laughs> all I know is this, like I never strive to please anybody. I just made music because I loved it. And when I started producing for people, it made me love it more. And as what I started properly like 2012, yep. so about eight years only, eight years of making music has allowed me to understand that the the, the number of songs you just mentioned <laughs> is yeah. uh, the, it's only <laughs> it's more than two twenty actually. I yeah, just did round it, round it, 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 it. It's only the stepping stone, and as the time went by, some songs, some people could release two songs and suddenly out of nowhere, boom, it blew. Yeah, that's not like wrong. Yeah, that's great lah. 
that's great for them yeah. but for me I think it's always about like I'm 29 and like my grandmother's 81 and she might die today or she might die in 10 years time so that means that I only got 50 years left you know so to me it's like how can I utilize my 50 years properly and 50 years is a very long time yeah. so to spend 8 years making that number of tracks do the math yeah. <laughs> just do the math and you realize that shit sometimes you can allow yourself to just put out tracks to test yeah. and then sometimes you can put out tracks because you really believe in it mm-hmm. and um, yeah and that's why the last few releases has been me really believing in my purpose yeah. from it class to altruism yeah. everything before that was just a practice and it's kind of hard to explain it to people because especially now lah, because because I was once there yeah. and you're hungry or you're not hungry you just I just like to release, release music you know mm-hmm. um, but yeah I, I don't know if that answers your question lah, but it answers a lot of things like <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, but hey, actually using that as a segue um, yeah. the, the stuff that you've been doing altruism are the super band stuff the everyone is an instrument um, yeah. and then it's ever changing it's ever evolving yeah. the songs might not play the same the next time you guys play the songs yes you know? um can you tell the listeners a little bit more about that and the plans that you have with altruism and what's so, that whole story about? So I think it's important to understand that like when did we get independence? 65. Uh? 65. 65, I right? Think, so 65. I hope, I hope. So plus 40, yeah. 2015, <laughs> then plus 15, 55 years. Uh? I think so, about that. Okay, so we are like, at 55 years, right? I mean, okay, I'm not Sanra for anyone who knows Sanra. I am not philosophical for anyone who who are really into that vibe. I just feel that when I realize that we are so young, it is important to understand that we are one of the luckiest countries in the sense that we progress so fast, but mentally-wise, it took our time. So what my Amachi, which is my grandmother, has always reminded me is that last time, very hard. Now, very easy. That is a very like surface way of saying things. But what I think I took from her was that right now, we were at the forefront of every single trend that came and went. Everyone in this room right now has liked something and now likes something else. So I feel that when it comes to altruism, altruism could be a state of mind. Some people feel it's a cult. But I think it is my approach to not what I think music is about, but to what I think we can encourage music to be with regards to, you know, not just the country, but the world. And truth to be told, I've acknowledged the fact that, like, all the efforts I'm about to put is not in my lifetime. It's kind of sad, but damn, I feel that there was a movie I watched. It's not a movie, it's a, it's a show. She said that, listen, don't worry. All these things that you're doing for the black community is still ongoing in the future. So for me, what I believe is that if I am going to be doing things like this, all I know is that in the future, it is not going to be suddenly everyone loves Singapore <clears throat> music. But if I don't do it, I'm not going to be able to at least know that when I'm just before I die, uh, that sensibly right people in our country are more attracted to promoting and cultivating the arts and it's very it's very you can say it's very crappy yeah because like sometimes i do realize that like i can't i i i won't be able to experience it but i guess it's nice to know that 
I am in the 21st century, which I sincerely believe might be the best century to be in just because I do not know what's about to happen. So, again, I do not know that answers the question. <laughs> uh, but all I know is I'm here to share. Yep. And that is exactly what I would like to share about altruism. It is that this is the beginning which brings my new life and the service towards what I believe is representative of who I am and where I am from. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> hey dude, we all need one. Um, I'm here to do what I can, when I can. Chris Gross, 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, love. Okay, um, this question is for the both of you, mm. uh, y'all. As producers, are there go-to softwares and plugins or like websites you guys go to steal samples from? <clears throat> I feel like, right, a lot of people talk about, oh, this is the best software, this is very yeah. good software, but there's no difference. La. <laughs> After a while, they all achieve the same thing, just maybe this one's faster, this mm. one has more more instruments you can use. But at the end of the day, the day is like, they do the same thing. Mm. It's yep. like, there's no... Yes, it's like competition because it's f- competition for the people who made it. La. Not competition yeah. for us to argue over like, hey, your song shall sound like trash because you use logic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I used GarageBand starting out and then I got like some people telling me, you should move to logic. I moved to logic. I didn't see a difference. <laughs> like maybe I'm not, not like experienced enough to see the difference yet. Yeah, but... Right. In terms of how I was making my music, I didn't feel like it changed the mm. way I was making it. So yeah. unless there's a software that teaches me how to like do things differently, yeah. Yeah. like to change my music and be like, try something new, then like, it's me who's making the music, not the software in the end. Mm-hmm. Nice. When mm-hmm. you think about it. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's exactly what I keep telling people, you know, don't let the software use you, use the software. Mm. And I, I mean... I think because I was about to say I was about to like at least name one brand, <laughs> one company that I love. You guys can because the last one they did also uh, is like to at least for more like um, unlike season right. producers, at least I like, go to place where you can get X amount of samples here or Correct. free plugins. So, so like I mean I like maybe over the last eight years I've downloaded maybe like ten sample packs, but mm. I don't really use sample packs. I just create everything on my own. Or sometimes like it might I might use the same sound and then just keep like reprocessing and mm. recreating it, but. Before I even like name that company that I, I truly love, uh, I think like what again what Shai said is important <laughs> because you must understand that for example, there could be a delay effect, and a delay is just a signal that is delayed through you know a time or through milliseconds or through a certain structure, and you can uh, extend that sound right. I mean, as simple as the, a, a, a sound like a delay could be. Even if you don't understand music, right? I think the word delay means like, oh, it's delay. Some people think reverb is delay, uh, echo is delay, but never mind. It doesn't matter. But the point here is that I think like plugins have become more accessible because instead of you doing, adding three sounds to create this effect, now you can have one effect to create the whole vibe. And I feel that like, it is no difference. But there is, I feel, a real difference, which is, I would call it the... It's like the expensive sound. Mm. It's like the, the algorithm because at the end of the day, you all need to understand that like, as long as it's coming out the speakers is zero one one zero one one zero. It is not real. It is not real. And I've been banging on that concept because like 
if you don't understand this right then you are the kind of person that's going to buy all the expensive plugins mm -hmm. and believe that it's going to make your music sound good or at least believe that this is what is expected of you mm -hmm. but at the same time i love this company called sound toys <laughs> at the same time i love this company called sound toys because with that concept meaning everything is not real it's also good to have like certain things that give you what you want immediately and that's it i mean that's what that's what you paid for you know but it shouldn't it shouldn't change how you utilize it because you need to utilize the software and not the other way around which is exactly why even right now if i need to make a beat in garage band of course i'm going to find a bit of a problem because okay uh, how do i like uh make a loop is it command L? Is it? I mean, technically, which is why, like, when I when, when like I still use Reason by Propellerhead, and I learned and studied everything about it on YouTube. If I didn't do it, I will be lost. But I will eventually figure it out. So it's the same thing when you pick up a guitar, a classical, an electric, and a an acoustic guitar. Immediately, what you're gonna realize is number one, the strings are different. Number two, the tension when you press the guitar is gonna be different. But mm, give yourself like a few days, eventually you'll still be able to play that A minor that you want to play, you know. There is no difference. But yes, like I love sound toys just because if you know, if you're someone that utilizes the software, you will know how to utilize this for yourself. But honestly, every effect is the same. The difference I would call is just how expensive it sounds, you know. Mm -hmm. That's that's really <laughs> it. But sound toys, like I like... Uh. <laughs> Like, were there any experiences from the Majula weekend that you guys spent recording here that didn't make the final cut? You feel like maybe it's a connection or interaction that you'd be like... It, can, can I? Mm. So to be very honest, and, and only because like I feel like you know we connected, I'm very happy that you kept in like me saying that like I felt her music was... Mm -mm. Yeah. It's so important because you see, like it's not like I this is my career. No. I care about my about the people around me. Mm. Which means that I also want you to tell me if you don't like what I do. Mm. Yeah. You know, I want you to be honest with me and I feel that like that's the first time I ever saw it on video. Yeah. Because it only happens when I have, I, we are in the studio together and we, and we are talking and we are writing. And I felt so, so... You can ask anyone who, who, who knows me. I was so happy they said that because it's not about Oh my god, this guy say this about <laughs> this girl. No, it's sincere. It's, it's sincerely because you captured the honesty in it. Yeah. Very happy. And I think, like, personally, I'm glad we got to play outside. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's about it. Like, I was like, wow, I'm so happy. So, yeah, like, y'all kept that. Like, I mean, y'all have to keep that because like, we didn't play it inside. Like. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I, I was happy. I was I happy feel, with that. Yeah. I feel like you captured both our personalities very Quite well. Quite a bit, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I know how different, you know, like, the first part, like, I, 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 I am Christopher Gross. And, like, <laughs> I love you, know, so hard. I love so hard, you know. Oh, I love Oh my god. You guys. Sorry, I can't hear that. Is it? It's okay. I laughed. I laughed so hard. I was like, I was like <laughs> I'm like, hello, my name is Halls and I'm 29 years old. I'm a Lebron. <laughs> Boom. Like, that, that one really, like, like I laughed so hard. So. Is that, you guys were both operating in different tempos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's our first time. Yeah. No, yeah, but I, I mean, like, like, it's also a bit daunting to have, like, camera. Because I follow both of you guys for a long time. You guys don't really do the whole look in the camera music video like, what's up, you guys? Just yeah. checking in. I'm yeah. Christopher Gross. How are you doing? You yeah. know, um, not that vibe. Yeah. But then you guys are kind of thrown into this thing where you're in your element of writing songs. It's organic. But then it's also like 
cameras and this whole thing going on all the time. Uh, but but I would definitely say like I mean maybe for me it helps that like I've played with like same lineup as her. Yeah. Mm. So like it's not like I never saw yeah, you before. Yeah. You know? So I'm like okay, you're way taller in real life. That's <laughs> like. 100% like 100% weight taller really yeah, yeah a lot of people say that eh. yeah, they yeah, say yeah, why do I look do I look short in photos yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether it's the, the, the angle but like, you look shorter like. I was you, so shocked is that how short girls try to make themselves look taller yeah. you do the opposite okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but yeah like, like, at, at, at least for me like I felt like okay I've seen I've seen Shy I mean I never heard her talk Mm. But like okay, I see shy. So like okay. Yeah, the talking is another thing. People say why why you sound like this. I say why. <laughs> that one was weird, no? When I never knew you talk like that. I was like, huh? That doesn't make sense. No, so they always expect cause like well, I half white, so I yeah. got accent, right? Then I. I run. I am shy. Oh my god, that's funny, though. That's funny. They must. They, they definitely were like like taken aback when you said law. Yeah, law, 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 law. Huh? Yeah, it's so hey. weird. Well, no. That's funny, though. Alright, um, so, uh, upcoming plans for uh, each of y'all. Maybe something that people can expect in early 2021 when the world does it get better? Chris? Fox? Um, I mean, like, sincerely, I feel that you see, like, some people are starting new companies with music, you know, whether it's the live stream thing, whether it's the... I mean, it can be anything, like, but they're starting it now. Like, in re- regards to me, like, I plan to start it, like, next year. Just because I feel that there's going to be a wave of like <coughs> restrained energy that's going to come out from now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's already happening now and, and beyond. But I feel that like, a, like oh no, sorry. Not I feel like what's going to happen is that <laughs> by, uh, by, by, the, by the end of the year, I'm releasing my second album in the Altruism <coughs> Trilogy called New Life. Wait, this is end of this year? End of this year. Okay. Um, for, for, altru- for the Altruism Trilogy, I release it every 31st December. And... Okay, I'm gonna just say this just because I realized it like like after I released the first one, but it never gets any media attention because it's the end of the year. No one gives a crap, you know. And I realized it like okay, this is good because I still don't understand how to how to reach Singaporeans. But I know that no matter what, people outside of Singapore seem to dig it. Um, but beyond that, I am uh, starting a school called the School of Okay, no the. It's called School of Altruism. And School of Altruism, um, it will start in January. And the idea is that I am here to train the future producers of Singapore. And what that means is, it's not just, it, it is about also people who enjoy making beats and making music. But what is fundamentally important is the middle ground between people who have, who have become producers over time just through making music and meeting people versus people who have maybe gone to school in Singapore or overseas and have shadowed established people and come back. I am the middle ground. I am here to tell you what it means to be a producer, what it means to work with people, what it means to make certain choices that might be hard, what it means to understand that, yes, that guy might be doing it overseas, but you might not need to do it, what it means to take a chance. And uh, the School of Altruism uh, will focus on two levels. I call it at this point, the beginner and the intermediate. The intermediate people are people that can at least open a door, (laughs) make a track and just be happy. And the beginners, of course, are people that just don't know anything. The idea being that if I can teach you certain things, not me, but I'll call people to come to teach certain things like softwares, like a... 
you know, music theory and if it inspires you to make the transition to want to learn more, that's where the intermediate program comes in. So yes, this is my way of making money as well because nothing comes for free. But at the end of the day, I'm here, as long as I'm in Singapore, I do want to impact my society. And if I need to do it while being broke, that ain't gonna happen no more. Because at the end of the day, we need to feed each other, not feed ourselves. And that may be a hard concept to grasp, but paying two fifty or three fifty for a one month, four times a month lesson ain't nothing. Because the reach that I'm trying to provide for is that I'm not gonna be in Singapore for very long. And I want Singapore's music not to not to get better, but to improve. Because my perspectives are my own. But I have learned to enjoy different perspectives from the different producers. The handful, not plentiful, but the handful of producers that exist with their own different perspectives. School of Altruism is meant for me to share mine. So, the album and the school. And getting married in two years' time. Yay! <laughs> 31st December 2022 as well. Ken. Yeah, that, that, because it's a Saturday. We counted lah. I was like, oh, Saturday, huh? Ken, you get married. Are any upcoming plans for our uh, end this year, early next year? What can people expect from you? I planned to release my album by mid-year, but mm-hmm. I couldn't. Cause like an album that's supposed to be this year? Mm. Okay. So now it's end of the year lah. Okay. I haven't really decided when. Mm-hmm. There's also other stuff I cannot talk about. Sure, I don't. But, uh, go to school. Okay. Yeah, not much. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, uh. Um, you drive? No, not yet. Not yet. So this one, this year? Can you can expect that, Yeah, Yeah, start, like, trying to pick up something, like, a throw in the equation. This is off the record, so, but this year you're 17 and next year you're 18, right? No, I'm 18 huh? this year. Yeah. Oh, that, I when, just when, turned when's, when's, when's your birthday? August 2nd Oh, wow. scare me Are you serious? You're August also? No, I'm October 2nd oh. <laughs> <laughs> What the crap? <laughs> what the crap? Hey, congrats for being 18 My uh, hey, life is going to officially suck <laughs> Congrats um, uh, So, to wrap this up uh, Any final words from my, my people? Um Shout out to National Youth Council and Zendo for having us and giving us this opportunity mm-hmm. to work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, definitely shouts out to everyone who has listened mm-hmm. to the song. Um, I mean, I I still hope for more. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed working with Shai and I mean, I hope she enjoyed working with me. But I think... No. Oh. <laughs> I, I think just to, just to add truth, I think like we... We had a goal, or at least we were given a goal, but I think it's great that like, at least we were just very like normal about it, mm. you know? Nothing too manufactured, and uh, you know, keep listening to the song, because I think, I think it's nice lah. I still listen to it every now and then, mm-hmm. you know? Because it reminds me of like, you know, that was one of the few times I, I got to get out of the house, mm. and I'm glad that like, even as a 29-year-old, I get to meet different people, and younger people too, so... Yeah, shout out to every age who listens to it. Love you. <laughs>
Bye. Bye. Bye.